Your Brain on Weird is recorded in private homes in a state where marijuana is recreationally legal. This show's content is intended for adult audiences only. Oh. Whoa. 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 There's a puppy. Whoa. Oh my Whoa. God. There's a kitten too. Jesus. I'm going to shut this window real quick. I'm risking leaving my window open. We'll see what happens. All right. Y'all, y'all do get, get, get up from <laughs> under the table. Come on. Come on. Okay. Well, well, I guess you can just stay there. We just want to be close to you. Well. Would you like to start? Oh, yeah, I guess I okay. can do that. Huh? Unless you just want it to just be all me, but I don't want that, so. No, 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 no. it's fine. I, kn- I know you don't want that. Yeah. All right. Then in that case. Welcome back to Your Brain on Weird. I'm Sam. I'm Jess. And this is a podcast about the paranormal, the weird coincidences in life, synchronicities, and anything that makes you go, huh. Huh. (laughs) Or what the fuck? Or what the fuck. (laughs) Correct. So, Jess, how are you this week? This week, let's see, the last two days, I think I've just been straight up anxious. And it's like, again, one of those things where I'm like, I don't really know exactly what I'm anxious about, but I feel like it's just a bunch of stuff. Like this entire morning was just like me being anxious. So I spent a ton of time like painting. I've been doing like a shit ton of painting. I like went out onto my back deck and got really high and listened to uh, And That's Why We Drink and laughed by myself in the backyard like a psycho. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I feel way better now. We just have like a shit ton of stuff to do over the next week and I like made a list of all the things we have to do and I because I thought it was going to make me feel better and then I looked at it and I was like holy shit that's like an entire page worth of stuff so we're slowly knocking it out. Um, Yikes. Jeff like spent the entire morning cleaning out the basement because our basement was just like full of junk and uh yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I'm excited for next week when we move, so. I'm excited, too. I'm excited for you. <clears throat> yeah, man. This is yeah. going to be the first place with uh, just you and Jeff, so. Correct, yeah. That's exciting. It's yeah, exciting. it is very exciting. Yeah, I think the whole, like, I think just, like, the environment, like, the way that our living space is will just be way more comfortable. Yeah. We'll be responsible for each other's own shit. We won't have to worry about a third party. Yeah. It's so, gonna yeah. Be great. It's going to be great. How are you? I am. Besides that weird noise. It was a plane. Oh, okay. <laughs> it sounded weird on this end. We live next to an airport. It just kind of happens. Oh, um, I had no idea. Oh, weird. Um, <laughs> so I've been okay. I started another new job this week, so I have two part-time jobs now, and I'm back in the kitchen, and it's been really fucking hard, Yeah, and my body has been hurting me a lot now, and it's only been, it's been two days. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, there's that, but it, like, it also, like, feels good to move around and shit again. And I feel, like, pretty fulfilled by my work. Not that I didn't feel fulfilled by my work at the smoke shop, but 
I mean, that's like your your thing is like baking is and cooking thing. and like yeah. yeah. And it's uh it's not a hard cooking job. It's a breakfast place and um they're like letting me take over their bread production so we can stop buying bread and I can just bread. make it in house, which is pretty cool because um they're definitely trying to like m- start to move towards making basically everything in house. So once I get their bread all set we'll stop ordering that and then i know something that i personally want to work on is um like phasing out some of the mixes that they have because they have like a donut mix that they use oh and it's not bad but i think it's a a lot different and a lot easier to control variables when you make your own rather than buying a mix because yeah and it makes it makes you guys stand out too like it'll make it like more special yeah exactly and you'll get to do your thing yeah also i love donuts so i'll get to eat some and they'll be great delicious yes and then today for lunch i had tater tots covered in cheese sauce and it was amazing oh literally my two favorite things (laughs) potatoes Uh, and cheese okay potatoes cheese and bread so, so I mean, I'm saying, I'm saying <laughs> it might be within the top 10 reasons why we are friends, but who knows? It's definitely up there. Like, yeah. Oh, hey, do you want some bread, man? Yes. 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 I do. do you want cheese on it? Yeah. <laughs> Garlic? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So good. That's all I need. <laughs> oh, wow. I love food. <clears throat> Same. Same. I'm literally eating cheese and crackers right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, besides that, uh, Ruben chewed up the power cable to my laptop, but luckily the PlayStation 4 cable fits. Perfect. And I just want to punch her cute little puppy face. What a jerk. She's such a jerk. She's such a jerk. Orion is getting upset that the door is closed. I can hear him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Well, maybe he'll stop. Whatever. Because then he gets upset when he gets locked in here. I know. He can't make up his mind. No closed doors. No. No closed doors ever. All right. So how are you doing on water today? Um, <laughs> so I've been drinking these like cans of sparkling water. Yeah. And I, I bought an eight pack of them two days ago, like an eight pack like thing. Yeah. And I drank, I think I drank four yesterday and this is like the last one. Wow. So I finished the entire eight pack in like two days. Hell yeah. And I was like kind of feeling bad about it because I don't know for some reason I'm thinking that they're like cans of beer and I'm like how did I already drink an entire eight pack of beer but I didn't it's like sparkling water it's just water man so yeah so that's good I've also been drinking my water bottle which is not currently on my desk but yeah I feel like I'm doing I feel like I'm doing pretty okay good yeah hell yeah how about you awful just so bad (laughs) just terrible I was literally at work all day and i should have been hydrating all day because i was sweating and i fucking wasn't i drank like half of my bottle of water but i had like six cups of coffee you should you should I turn didn't. the i only had two, turn the but... reminder thing back on oh on it's your... on oh okay oh it's on i turned on hydration reminders and i <laughs> okay. just fucking ignored it today i did hit ten thousand steps though wow <laughs> nice Nice. Well, it's kind of like the, the, like, step reminder thing where you're, like, like, I feel like sometimes when I'm recording, it'll go off and be, like, take another 250 steps. And I'm, like, excuse me, I'm in the middle of something. Yeah, right? (laughs) I'm just gonna get up. I actually can't do that right now, but... Yes, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Oh, man. Well, now you're home and you can just 
chug water. So yeah, yeah. Um, so I have a surprise for you. Oh. Um, and I wanted to wait until we were on the show to do it. Okay, 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 okay. So, do you have Messenger open? I can have it open. I don't because then I get mad when it goes ding in the middle of when we're recording. Well, you can turn it off when we're done, uh, when it's done. But, um, correct. So, I got us a piece of art, a new piece of oh, art. I love me show. some art. Okay, okay. <laughs> Holy shit, that's so good. I know, dude. I know. It's just so good for so many reasons. Holy fuck. Wait, okay, so did Nick make this? No. Okay, 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 okay. I know it was his idea, wasn't it? Um, well, it was my idea. And oh, okay. Then he was like, I don't know if I can do that. So, um, I've been following this girl on Twitter. Her name is Tessa. Tessa Cates, and um, she, like, does banner art. And I was like, well, I was like, I have this idea. And she was like, I can absolutely do that. Hell yeah! It's it's a new banner for our Twitter and our Facebook page. So I'm going to change those. And yeah, everyone, you can, like, take a look. It's Um, literally a fucking brain in a frying pan, just like the 80s commercial that our show is based off of. Like, Yes, it's a frying pan (laughs) with an egg, and the the yolk part is a little brain, and the background is all, like, psychedelic, and, uh. (laughs) It's so good. Hell yeah. Thanks, man. I'm glad you like it. Thanks, man. I love it. No, I fucking love it. It's amazing. Hell yeah, dude. I've I've been, like, so excited about it. I've just been waiting to record so I could tell you. I'm like... Oh my god. Yeah. It's so good. It's really good. Okay, well, yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> well, Holy I'm glad shit. you like it. Yes, I love it so much. Thank you. So thank you to Tessa Cates for our new banner. Thank you, thank you, thank and, you. It's amazing. Um, hell yeah. Peep our Facebook page, I guess. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, our Facebook page is gonna look to... so much better, though. I mean, well, Facebook just is garbage I right literally... Now, but... Oh yeah, yeah. The Correct. new layout, whatever they did for desktop, I like cannot figure it out. I literally like cannot use it at all. It is unusable. Yeah, like, how did you fuck up Facebook so bad that it is unusable? It's yeah, unusable. Yeah, like I'm like I'm on our Facebook page right now, and I don't like the layout of it. Just doesn't make sense. Like I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, well, at least it'll look cooler. <laughs> it'll definitely look cooler. But uh, yeah, I'm going to have to figure this out later because I don't know how to change it right now. Okay. But, uh, well, yeah. And then we can uh, put it on our Twitter as well. And I guess we can change our Patreon banner as well. Yeah. 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 Sick. We can use that like literally everywhere where I've used uh, just miscellaneous uh, stock photos. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. way better. <laughs> And I'll probably awesome. post it on uh, Instagram, too, just for shits and gigs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel so official now. Yeah. I felt that way when we first got our logo. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, when Dom yeah. first sent us our logo, I was like, wait, this is, like, literally ours. Yeah. I love that shit. And now we have more. Now we have two awesome 
pieces of art for our show. I know, and I I love them both so. <laughs> yeah, much, I love them but both. I'm glad that we can like have them like changed. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hell fucking yeah, dude. Hell fucking yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I'm so stoked. Yeah. <sighs> so that was. Yay. That was my surprise. Thank you. I am uh, ready to hear a story if you're ready to tell me one. Wow. Yes, I am. Sick. Let me relight my balloon. I will also have a delicious hit. I will also smoke some wind. Um. Also at work, we have, uh, we just got a bunch of new pipes in, but they're all fucking Pyrex. Um, Whoa, weird. Yeah, dude. Um, I was actually just talking to Jeff about this. My my manager literally, like, we got them in. She lined them up on the counter and then knocked them all over. <laughs> and none of them broke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, none of them broke. Well, yeah. Okay. None of them broke. That's awesome, though. That's So, like, a single, like, bowl on the top, like, broke because it, like, fell off the counter onto the floor. But she knocked six of them over and they're all fine. Like, wow. Well. Yeah, I was like, that's fucking sick, dude. Pretty sick. I mean, I yeah. I am notorious for breaking very nice pieces of glass, which is why I no longer own nice pieces of glass. But yeah. Something to keep in mind. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. My blunt is lit. Okay. Perfect. My body is ready. I hope your brain is also ready. It's not that we'll much. <laughs> okay. It's not, it's not like... It's not like a lot of the other stuff that I've talked about where it's just, yeah, brain melting. Okay, so I am going to talk about the Edinburgh Vaults in Edinburgh, Scotland. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. I was like maybe thinking that you might know about it because you have like typically pretty good international knowledge. Like, yeah. So I don't know why for some reason I always choose like Scotland. I think it's just because I love it so much. But anyway, um, I've also been there, but. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, I haven't. So, well, um, did, did M do them? On an episode? I think so. Yeah. I think okay. that M covered um covered it on ATWWD a while back. Um All right. All right. Yeah. But maybe I maybe I You probably will remember bits and pieces as I'm talking about it, if so. Alright. Um Sick. I like definitely listened to that episode a while back. But my other so my other sources were um like the first two pages of Google. Essentially I like clicked on everything I could and like read as much information as I could. And that included, like, Wikipedia, and there was an article that Dana Newkirk wrote um, a few years back on WeekendWeird.com. So No way. Yeah, of course, of course, as I'm, like, looking for articles within the first two pages of Google, it was, like, Week and Weird, and I was like, well, that's Greg and Dana's, like, website. And then it was, like, by Dana Newkirk, and I was like, hell yeah. I was pretty stoked to see that. Sick. I'll give you a little bit of a history first. So, Edinburgh, Scotland is built over the top of a total of seven hills. So that whole area is just super hilly. And so they just kind of built the entire town over those hills. Um, Those hills are now kind of like covered up by five total bridges, which span across that valley. Oh, okay. If you want to, here, I will send you... There's a whole bunch. If you if you just Google Edinburgh vaults, um, first of all, like looking at pictures is really helpful so that you can kind of understand uh, like how this was built. 
Okay. Um, I'll send it to you so you can get like more of a visual as I'm talking about it. Okay. 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 <sighs> Where do we go here? Where do we go now? Uh, paste. No? Is that not a thing that works? Okay, cool. <clears throat> okay, cool. Love it. I'm so mad. I literally found the perfect picture and now it's not letting me share it with you. Hold on, I'll figure this out. Here, how do you spell uh that town name? Oh, it's uh, E-D-I-N-B-U-R-G-H. So it looks like Edinburgh, but it's pronounced Edinburgh. <laughs> so when you're looking oh, okay. at Google, you can see kind of like there are a few diagrams of kind of what the town is built like, I think. Okay. Oh, oh here, we go. here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Wow. It. Got it. Got it. Yep. There it is. There it is. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of how it's built. So the part that I'm talking about is the part underground, of course. Yes. That makes sense. <laughs> yes. When Edinburgh was growing in the late 18th century, um, there were two original buildings are two, I'm sorry, there were two original bridges that they built to expand the city. And fun fact, they demolished like an entire area of the city where those bridges were going to be and used the stones from that to build the bridges. So it was like oh. old fashioned recycling kind of, which I thought was kind of cool. But anyway. why did they demolish that part of the city? I think just, just to just make room. To build it better? I think they, yeah. yeah, they just needed to like make room for the bridges. Okay. So. Those two bridges were the North and the South Bridge, um, or, quote, the bridges. The bridges. Of course. So, <laughs> so South Bridge, um, which is the one specifically that I'm going to talk about, spanned the Cowgate Gorge between High Street and the University of Edinburgh. So when you're looking at, the, at this diagram, it's like the one big arch that's kind of in the middle. Okay, yeah. That so, and that, that is the only, like, remaining opening right now. So that's the only part that you can still see. Everything else is covered up at this point. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So construction began in August of 1785 and it ran until 1788. So it lasted three years. The South Bridge area has 19 total arches. And like I said, only that one, the Cowgate Arch, is visible. Um, the other 18 are hidden behind tenement buildings. So it's that whole area is basically like a commercial district now. It was Edinburgh's first shopping street, and they just pretty much crammed as much stuff as possible in that area to save on space after they built the bridges. So since they had so much stuff crammed in up top, they decided to use those arches underneath for storage. So they put in a whole bunch of levels and... Like made and made as many of these quote unquote vaults as they possibly could, so that they the stores and the businesses up top could use those vaults underneath for storage. So there are now a total of 120 rooms or vaults underneath the surface of the South Bridge, and they range in size between 21 square feet and about 430 square feet. What? Which is, by the way, between two square meters and 40 square meters. For people who are not from the U.S. Um, That's a big discrepancy. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, there's super, super tiny rooms, and then there's, like, huge rooms. Oh, um, what year was this? Uh, Right now, we're talking, like, 1790, probably. Construction finished in 1788. So that's where we are now. When construction was completed in 1788, they... This is when we start getting into, like why this is so creepy and why I wanted to talk about it. So when construction was completed, they asked 
the eldest resident in the area to do the honor of being the first person to cross the bridge. But unfortunately, a few days before the grand opening of the bridge, she passed away. Okay. But as the Wikipedia article said, quote, promises had been made, hands had been shaken, and the city fathers felt obliged to honor their original agreement. And so the first, quote, body to cross the South Bridge crossed it in a coffin. Wow. Already. (laughs) So after they did that, all of the locals were like, okay, the bridge is cursed. So the majority of the townspeople just started, like, refusing to cross that one bridge. And they would just go out of their way to use, like, the North Bridge instead or whatever. So, yeah. That was the beginning of the the superstitious stuff, I guess. Weird. (laughs) Very weird. I, for some reason, I just think it's so creepy that they, the, like, officials decided, like, well, she could still cross the bridge. We could still do it. Yeah. I mean... Why not? I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's really that creepy, honestly. I think it's weird. I don't know. I mean, I didn't see her name anywhere um, oh. when I was doing my research, which I think is part of the reason why I think it's so creepy, because, like, she was apparently a judge's wife, and she had been, like, pretty well known, and I just couldn't find her name anywhere. Um, I don't know if that's... And she still didn't have her name recorded anywhere? That's what like I'm saying. Like, in history? Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. That's why I think it's kind of creepy. But anyway. <clears throat> so... The vaults were used as storage space and workshops for the businesses on South Bridge above, like I said, um, but they only operated that way for a very short time. The construction of the bridge was kind of rushed, and they were on a tight budget, so they never sealed the surface of the bridge against water, and the floods, or the vaults underneath just started to flood. Um, like immediately immediately pretty much jesus Christ. so they had to so the businesses above had to start abandoning those vault spaces to use as storage as early as 1975 which is like six or seven years after the construction was finished um so it like did not last that long or that it didn't last that long for that for the intended use i guess oh intended use yeah so tell me more <laughs> So after all the businesses moved their stuff out and said, okay, we don't like, we don't want to use the vaults anymore because it's just- All our shit's cre- getting wet. Literally. Yeah, pretty much. When we live in fucking <laughs> Scotland, are you kidding me? It rains like all the time. And they just yeah. straight up were like, we don't need, yeah. So I'm not sure. Yeah, well, uh, So after the businesses moved out, the empty rooms were taken over by new users Specifically during the Industrial Revolution, um, that area pretty much deteriorated into a slum underneath. Um, The Irish potato famine of 1845 to 1847 contributed to that. So refugees and and poor people throughout the city ended up living there because slumlords took over and they were running housing underneath there and this that was pretty much these people's only option yeah oh no so this is yeah so this is where we this is where the decline really starts um there was a red light district with brothels Mm -hmm. under there Mm -hmm. there were pubs and taverns operating underground which sounds cool but when you think about it in context it's probably not that great 
everything is damp all the time yeah yikes among other things among other issues uh i saw somewhere um in my research that they had estimated between 2,000 and 3,000 residents under there at one point yikes that's a lot 120 120 volts there's 120 volts so I don't know if that's in all in one specific period of time. Or or if total. they just Yeah. Weird. <clears throat> so this was another like random weird thing that I found. In 1815, there was a private distillery that was discovered in the vaults. Um, there was an article that described that somebody had gone down there and had found a door that was like sealed up and plastered, and there was mm-hmm. a fireplace in a bedroom in a separate vault where they had made an opening behind like the fireplace grate and there was another door behind that grate and then there was a ladder that led up to a trap door into the distillery so there was like this whole elaborate like tunnel system to get into this illegal distillery uh and they had like figured out how to get water down there and had broken a hole through like a vent from one of like the like businesses or something next door to take the smoke away while they were distilling. Mm-hmm. That shit's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So like people were like doing a lot of weird shit down there and going very out of their way to like make it work. Was it wait, was it illegal to distill because they like didn't have a license or Probably. because it was like prohibition? I feel like that wasn't like thing in scotland i'm assuming that like regardless of like what laws were happening at the time it probably just like wasn't uh it just wasn't allowed allowed. yeah yeah um there was a quote that i found that said uh the spirits the spirits were said to have been conveyed away in a tin case tin (laughs) (laughs) haha hellier intensifies made to contain two or three gallons so big like tin case which was again put into a green bag and carried out by a woman under her cloak. Wow. Subtle. Yeah. So they just like had some woman sneak out. So anyway, so as you can imagine, uh, the conditions were not that great down there this entire time. The rooms were very cramped. It was dark. There was no electricity. It was damp. There's no sunlight. Uh, There's no air circulation, no running water, no sanitation. Um, Constantly just, like, water dripping down from the walls. Not even, like, nice, clean water. Probably, you know, no sanitation. You figure it out. Poop. Yes. And some rooms housed families of more than 10 people. Which I think for the amount of, I mean, it said 2,000 to 3,000 residents. Like, 10 people seems a little low. So, not sure about that. So, anyway, um, not great. (laughs) So the vaults were crime-ridden, there was robbery, murder, gambling, prostitution. There were reports that in 1828, William Burke and William Hare, Burke and Hare, two Irish immigrants, allegedly killed 16 or 17 people, mainly women, in the Edinburgh vaults and stored the bodies there. Holy shit. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, There's no proof of that. So... I mean, that's kind of like a random allegation. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's true or not, but if there wasn't really any uh, authority down there controlling things, I can imagine that's probably something that did happen. Uh, yeah. And the other thing was that the nearby university would pay money for 
bodies so that Mm. surgeons could dissect them during anatomy lectures and stuff like that. So they had like more of an incentive to do stuff like that. Uh, There was also a report that there was a, quote, occult chamber. Sounds fun. (laughs) The occult chamber. The occult chamber. It was used for many years by local occult practitioners. Uh, It was apparently used as a space for sometimes brutal rituals. Uh, There was a legend that these occultists sacrificed a woman on a square brick in the center of a room after torturing her for days. Mm -hmm. However, the word Satanist was thrown in there. That's another thing that we don't have proof of. So, uh, you know. Take with that as you will. (laughs) Yes. Other than that, eventually plague took over in the vaults. Diseases like cholera were very widespread. There's no written record of when operations in the vault and, like, when they cracked down on people being in the vault, like, when that happened. Um, But the dates range between 1835 and 1875. So I'm assuming that during that period of time, people just slowly moved out um, or they just died in there uh from Mm -hmm. whatever conditions cholera yeah syphilis literally the plague yes yeah so there were a whole bunch of areas where rubble and rock was just like dumped into the vaults to block them off so people couldn't get down there um and they just pretty much became inaccessible and nobody really knew about them for about a hundred years so The vaults were eventually rediscovered after people, like, literally forgot that they existed by a guy named Nori Rowan in the 1980s, who happened to be a former Scottish rugby player. Weird. Okay. That was an interesting little thing that was thrown in there. Um, They're like, oh, he used to play rugby. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know him. Totally. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know who he is. Um... So, sorry. Sorry, Nori. I just just now figured out who you are. I apologize. I don't watch sports. Um, <clears throat> Rugby is not a thing in the United States either, so. <laughs> Neither is uh, football, but. Football. <laughs> Would you like to go play some footy? Oh, footy. Oh, yes. Footy. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, so this guy, apparently, I think it was on his property. He, like, just randomly found a tunnel that led to the vaults. So this was in the 1980s, and throughout the 1990s, he and his son started excavating the vaults. Um, They removed hundreds of tons of rubble by hand. And at the same time, they found like a whole bunch of artifacts, um, pretty much just things that people would live with, like toys, medicine bottles, plates, cups like, proof that there were people living down there, essentially, was what they found. And their most common find was oyster shells, because that was the common diet for working-class people in that time and in that area. They found original terracotta floor tiles. They found, like, hearthstones with remains of fireplaces. Yikes. Yeah, they found, like, a well. So, like, it was pretty much just, like, a whole separate town down there. So, yeah. So now... Currently, the vaults on the north side of the Cowgate Arch are used for ghost tours. Wow. I actually went on one of those, I think, when I was like 13. I went on one of those ghost tours. Um, So we'll get into that. (gasps) But (laughs) um, the vaults on the south side are now called the Caves 
and it is a venue essentially. Um, so they host like private events, weddings, uh, there's private dining, live music. Sometimes it's a nightclub. So it's essentially like an underground venue. Yeah. So okay. that sounds kind of cool. It sounds kind of cool, but like, did they go back and like refortify everything so it's no longer damp? I'm assuming the they time? did because it's like, I mean, it's a recognized business. Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming there's probably some kind of code that went into when they, I hope. You need to bring um, these tunnels up to code. Thanks. You need to <laughs> not have sewage dripping from your walls. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, Also, during the Edinburgh Festival, oh, no, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in August, the vaults that make up the caves, along with several of the normally unused, like, vaults that are next to the caves, are transformed into a major festival venue hosting over 60 different shows a day. So there's, like, literally a festival that happens down there. Okay. Yeah. That sounds sick, dude. That's pretty cool. So, (laughs) Yeah. Apparently, there's also a witch's coven that operates down there. Mm. I don't know how official that is, but I did find some pictures, and they're pretty cool. Uh, Hold on. Let me send you this link. Because there's, like, somebody took a picture of one of the, um, like, ritual spaces, I guess. Yeah. And it was taken in 2013, so relatively recently. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Isn't it? Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. So. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So other than that, uh, the vaults are closed to the public and they're strictly monitored. Yep. They are currently still doing socially distanced ghost tours. If, you know, if you live in Scotland and you want to check that out right now, otherwise you're just going to have to wait, unfortunately, unless you feel like getting on a plane. Well, it's not like even if we get (laughs) on a plane right now, they'll let us go there. So it doesn't matter. That. So anyway, something to look forward to eventually. Yeah. Now we can get into the paranormal stuff. The weird stuff. (laughs) Like it wasn't already weird enough. Paranormal experts say that the Southbridge vaults are one of the most haunted places in the UK. I also saw some reports that it's one of the most haunted places in the world. On account of the sheer number of reports recorded there, which include voices, apparitions, uh, physical contact, scratches, bruises, um, and a whole other list of things. Gross. So in 2003, BBC Radio Scotland producer Debbie McPhail was interviewing Nori Rowan, the guy who discovered the vaults, and discovered that the recording they, that they had made was unusable. She says, quote, when I was listening back to it, I could hear Nori chatting, and then I heard another voice. It was close to the microphone. You can tell if voices are far away or not. I knew it wasn't the presenter or Nori because the voice had a slightly Irish accent, but I couldn't understand why no one was responding to it. When the presenter came back up, I asked him who they had met in the vault, and he said nobody. Ew. Yeah. (laughs) Ew. Immediately. Yeah. Uh, Slightly even worse than that. Some thought that, I guess they, like, had some people listen to it, and some people thought that it could be Gaelic, and they said that they thought this person, or this entity, was saying, get out or go away, essentially. Oh. Um, Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, Debbie also said, quote, I have no reason to doubt it. You could sit forever and make explanations for it, but it's there on the disc, and that's good enough for me. 
Thanks, Debbie. So she heard it and she was like, yep, perfect. Haunted. Done. Uh, (laughs) Another thing that BCTV did was um, there's a show called Joe Swash Believes in Ghosts. Uh, Apparently they recorded unexplained voices in the vaults during an overnight stay. So Joe Swash is the star of the show and he was the only person in the vaults. Um, He didn't hear the voices himself when they happened on the recording and they were recorded through his own microphone. So it's not like they had a microphone in another room that picked it up. Weird. The voices continued for around 10 minutes and eventually escalated into sounds of children yelling. (sighs) And then it just stopped. Like it just abruptly just like stopped. So sound engineers thought that the sounds could have been voices drifting into the tunnels from nearby nightclubs. But when they went down there and checked it out and did some experiments, they found that there was no logical explanation. That definitely wasn't the case. So they like literally couldn't figure out what it was. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. Love hearing children screaming. That's very good. So, yeah. Uh... The City of the Dead tours described that the vaults are, quote, black as Satan's jammies. Read that in a Scottish accent. I bet it sounds way better. I can't do it. I'm not going to try. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to try either. Yeah. (laughs) If any of our listeners can do a Scottish accent. Oh, yeah. Scottish accent. Please. (laughs) Record yourself saying black as Satan's jammies and send it back to us. We would love to hear that. Uh, Please and thank you. um, Apparently, according to... City of the Dead tours. The vaults are also stalked by a malevolent presence known as the Southbridge Entity, which some call the Watcher. Mm. Mm-hmm. The spirit is reported to instill feelings of dread in psychics and is constantly watching you. Sometimes this rises into pushing people, um, like pulling people's hair, stuff like that. Apparently they think that that's what this entity does. And the power of the Watcher is strongest in the White Room, was the way it was worded. Um, wow. What is the White Room? <laughs> I think it's just one of the bigger vault rooms. Um, people have come out of this room and found that they had, like, scratches or bruises. Um, they've had, like, tears in their clothes. There's been reports of people being nauseous. And... I also saw something that said, if you take photographs in that room, you'll see, like, faces that appear in them. Which, my thinking for that is that it's, like, kind of dusty down there. Um, I can, like, probably imagine that people are probably seeing faces and photographs partially because of that. Still freaky, though. It's still very freaky. Yeah. Yeah. Another spirit that is... The most common entity apparently encountered is Mr. Boots, which sounds cute until you consider what you're thinking about. And then it immediately sounds very uncomfortable. Oh, yikes. Um, oh, I, I'm like looking on the like Google images and Mr. Boots. Uh-huh. It's Mr. Boots's room. Yeah. I think that that's also the white room. I think that's the same, like, room. Actually, I think I did see something that was saying that Mr. Boots and the Watcher were the same ent- entity. Oh, So okay. that's also a possibility. So Mr. Boots watches you. Interesting. Yeah. Why do they call him Mr. Boots, man? Well, I'll tell you. 
He is described as a tall, shabby man, normally seen in the back section of the vault. His name comes from the fact that he is the most commonly encountered as menacing, heavily booted footsteps following visitors. So you'll be walking and you'll just hear, like, stomping boots behind you as you're walking. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. I don't either. According to the legend... Mr. Boots murdered a woman and kept the body within his living space in the vaults. Um, He throws stones at anyone who dares to approach the spot where he stashed the body. So if you walk over into this one corner of his, like, vault space, you'll just get, like, rocks thrown at you, I guess. (laughs) So. um, Well, okay. (laughs) That's my body. So in 2015, a tourist near, uh, named Emma Surgeoner, I think, um, had taken a picture of her sister Laura in this vault area where Mr. Boots slash the Watcher is said to hang out. And there was, like, it looks like there's a person standing behind her in the photo. Ew. Did you, did you find that photo? Yeah, I have the link. I can send it to you. Mm-hmm. And they apparently sent it in to experts and had them look at it, and they couldn't figure out an explanation for it. Oh. it. It's, like, not a great picture, but it does, like, look like there is a person wearing boots, like, standing behind yeah. her. Weird. In, like, Very a cloak. Weird. It kind of looks like mm-hmm. a cloaked person. Uh, that's what I was going to say. It was, like, he, like, it looks very, like time period appropriate like big coat big boots yeah maybe a hat or something yeah yeah yeah. i kind of feel like i saw the hat in there yeah so yeah very much so um there's also the aristocrat is what they call him he is a well-to-do gentleman with a tall black hat and a beard who just kind of leans against the wall and just like smiles you, smiles at you as you're walking by. And that's pretty much like all he does. So although he's not like mean or aggressive or anything like that, people still like feel like they're being watched by somebody. So that's a fun thing. There's also the cobbler who is described as a short, stocky man wearing a long apron And he also just kind of looks at you as you're walking by him. Uh, He's considered a much more positive presence, though. Like, he doesn't really creep you out as much. Like, you might see him out of the corner of your eye, but you don't really, like, you're just kind of like, oh, hey. He's just chilling. But yeah, I guess he's just chilling. The cobbler. The last one, and the one that I think honestly creeps me out the most, is Jack. (laughs) He has a name, and that... Makes it so much worse, I think. Yeah. When it ha- when they, like, have a first name, I think it, it, like, personifies it more. It makes it seem a little more real. So, um, yes. Jack is a blonde, curly-haired boy who is estimated to be about seven or six years old. Uh, a child. Yes. Children creep me out. Alive children creep me out. The fact that this is a jed- dead children... Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. No thanks. Um, he wanders the vault, just kind of walks around, and he's not really found in one particular area, but he seems to be attracted to women and children. So he's been known to just, like, grab your hand as you're walking by. 
Uh, he'll like tug on your clothes. So he's like just kind of there to touch you, I guess. Yikes. Yeah. Um, there's also a ghost dog somewhere. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that that's kind of nice. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with ghost dog. But yeah, so that's those are like most of who they think the entities are that are down there. But um, there's all kinds of like widespread reports. Um, Ghost Adventures went there in season one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So one of their very, very early episodes. And I watched it earlier today. And Oh, that's what that was. I was yeah. going to say, is that Bagel Bites on there? Yeah. I sent you like a Snapchat of yeah. me watching yeah. it. But yeah, um, I had to. I had to because it's season one. And it was pretty much just them like running around screaming whenever they felt something or like brush their arm against a wall they're like oh so it was pretty funny (laughs) to be honest with you but there was like one kind of cool part that i feel like i have to mention because i mean i didn't watch it too closely and i'm sure it could have been a hoax but there was part of their investigation that was filmed where they left out like a stuffed teddy bear in one of the rooms and they were like oh jack come and play with this teddy bear and then the teddy bear like kind of gets pushed back and then tilts. So it, like, moves. Ew. But not not in a natural way at all. Like, it, it moves like somebody had touched it. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. But, like I said, it was mostly just, like, them freaking out. Uh, apparently, Most Haunted went there. I didn't watch that episode, um, but I just watched Ghost Adventures for the entertainment value. So, anyway, um, in 2001... There was a professor named Richard Wiseman of the University of Hertfordshire who conducted a study of people who had gone into the vaults. And in his opinion, people who believed in ghosts reported more supernatural occurrences than those who did not believe in them. And since there were more, quote, sightings and odd events in rooms that participants had been told were haunted much of the experience that was created in these people's minds, like, was what they saw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of cool. Somebody actually, like, did a study on it. Um, and I think that that's, like, a pretty good explanation for, or a pretty good plausible explana- explanation for whatever this is. But when yeah. I was a kid, I went there, like I said, and I didn't think that I experienced anything weird at the time. And I think it was because I discounted what I did experience. And I kind of like, as I was doing research, I was kind of thinking back on what happened. And I think that I just completely ignored it. So what happened was when I was down there, it was my mom, my dad, my sisters. I think it was both of my sisters, maybe just one of my sisters, but it was like our family. We like went down there for a ghost tour. And I was like walking really close to my mom and like holding on to my mom. And I kept hearing what I initially thought was, like, children yelling. Like, children, like, screaming. Like, almost like they were playing. Like, running around playing. And I said something at the time. I was like, Mom, did you hear that? And my mom was like, did I hear what? And I was like, I don't know. I, like, thought I heard something. And she's like, oh, it's probably just noises, like, coming in from, like, up above us. Which (laughs) is not something that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, that's just not. So... Thinking back on it, I think that I maybe thought, oh, it's, like, police sirens that are carrying in, like, into the vaults from up above. 
Um, mm-hmm. So, like, while that could still be the explanation, there was literally somebody who, like, there was a whole investigative group that went down and figured out how far sound carries. And we were pretty far down there. Like, they take you really far down there when you do the ghost tours. Um, like, it was really silent. So, um, the fact that, like, my mom and my parents and my sisters didn't really acknowledge it kind of freaks me out. And the fact that, like, I, like, really thought that I was hearing children yelling kind of freaks me out. Yeah, so... So... Something to think about. I think that I would go back. Yeah. I think that I would totally go back. Because it's really, really really cool. cool. Yeah, Yeah. it's really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And it's... Very plausible that there are some things hanging out down there, considering how shitty the conditions were. How many people probably died. So, yeah. that is the Edinburgh Vaults. Wow. Ooh. That's creepy. That's really creepy. Yes. I wanted I wanted something creepy to start out September with, because it's officially spooky season. It is spooky season. <sighs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yes. I don't know, man. The fact that, like, you heard something and, like... At the time, like, you were so young, like, you weren't into that yet. Mm-mm. Like, Mm-mm. And I hadn't, I hadn't, like, it's not like I was at that point where before we went, I, you know, right now, if we were going to do that, I would have gone and done all the research before we went. I didn't, like, do that because I was, like, 12 yeah. or 13 or whatever age I was. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, like I said, it, it, it did kind of sound like police sirens. Like ambulance sirens, but it's sa- the other thing that I'm thinking about is that it did sound like American police sirens. Well, that's that was what I was gonna say next is police sirens in in other countries don't sound like the police sirens that we have. Exactly, and that's what I thought I was. That's what I discounted it as. I was like, it yeah. kind of does sound like police sirens, so I'm gonna tell myself that it's that. <laughs> I don't know. It could have been my first paranormal experience, and I was just like, no thanks. That is very, very cool, man. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, Hell I, yeah. I meant to talk to my parents and my sister about it before I did this, but I got too excited and didn't have time, so... That's her. <laughs> Shout out to Ging and Lou for taking you guys on a ghost tour. Oh, yeah. Well, we went, well, when we were in Scotland, that was like one of the things that we did the most was we just went to a lot of like historical places. There's also, oh, Greyfriars Cemetery is also in Edinburgh. And that's apparently like one of the most haunted cemeteries. And I think that we walked through it. Mm-hmm. But I don't really remember. So I definitely want to go back eventually. <laughs> Edinburgh's also just really freaking cool. There's like, there's one big hill that everything is kind of built around and there's a castle up on top of that hill. Like Edinburgh University, I think, owns it. Yeah. It's just sick. Scotland is sick. There's castles everywhere and tons of sheep. So shout out to anybody who listens who's from Scotland. Hell yeah. That sounds great. I hope we can go there one day. Yeah. 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 All right. Do you want to talk about some weave stuffs? Yeah. Weed stuff. Yeah, I do. Um, let me pull up a page. I'm gonna close out of my notes. Don't make that error noise at me. You're scaring me. <laughs> All right. So, um, for education this week, I'm gonna be talking about smoking versus vaping. Oh, okay. Hmm. Okay. Um. Wah. All right. I'm gonna wait for this plane to go by. <laughs> 
and now there's a boat. Dude, I love just, like, looking <laughs> at, like, the audacity as it's recording and, like, seeing, like, just, like, this, like, yeah, <laughs> come across the screen. And I'm Whenever like, a plane not, goes by, please. yes. You know what's cool is that um, the noise reduction thing gets rid of most of that sometimes when I do Thank it. God, so it's like it's way louder. So much background noise in our fucking podcast. I mean, I've got the cats. I've got like sometimes we get thunderstorms and oh my god, <laughs> it literally also looks like it's about to rain as well. So there's that. All right, so. Disclaimer, the safety and long-term health effects of using e-cigarettes and other vaping products still is not well known. Um, Just like most most things related to marijuana. Yeah, and that definitely has to do with, you know, legality issues. You can't fucking (sighs) do science on things that are illegal because then you would know things. And that's not okay. Nope. (laughs) Okay. Velociraptor noise. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. So, obviously, the most common way to um, use marijuana is to smoke it, um, and there are certain risks associated with smoking, just in general, because when you use a flame to burn um, something, it's called combustion, you are creating additional compounds, ash, smoke, tar, If you're using lighters, there's also the chance that you're inhaling, like, butane. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. So there are, like, you know, risks to physically smoking weed. Yeah. So, um, obviously, there's that. So when you vaporize weed, you are (laughs) cooking it at such a high temperature that the oils and the water content in the flour or oil or whatever you're vaping aerosolizes so it goes in the air and then you inhale it like that so basically you're inhaling pure compound um so you're not inhaling smoke you're not inhaling ash you're not inhaling things like that yeah um there obviously was that thing not too long ago where everyone in fucking massachusetts got popcorn lung and oh no oh yeah the vape um, ban yeah the initial vape ban happened actually in september of 2019 so it's, it's been almost exactly a year the legislation the legislation went into effect on september 21st or something that hurts my brain that was so, that feels like it was so fucking ugh. long anyway. ago yeah this yeah. year has taken so long mm-hmm. um Fuck. So vaping happened, and then vaping didn't happen, and then they discovered that it was from the- people were adding vitamin E oil to concentrates to cut it, mm-hmm. like to, you know, um, make their stock go further. Dilute and- it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Yes. So yeah. it affected nearly 3,000 people, and um, about 55 people died within a month or two. And these were, like, people who were, like, buying empty cartridges off of eBay and 
like making their own stuff at home and then selling it to their friends. Like this wasn't something that was like you go yes. to a dispensary and you buy this stuff. Like this was like yes, yes. people sketchily doing it in their basement and stuff. Yeah, and they weren't sure if it was coming from, you know, illegal marijuana or marijuana in general or um, vape juicing, like mm-hmm. um, nicotine. So there is just a blanket ban put out. Um, I know in Massachusetts you can't sell any sort of flavored vaporizer vaporizer juice anymore. And that goes for marijuana and nicotine. Yeah. So. Well, also because of the children. Oh, yeah. And because of the children. Because children are the only ones who want nice flavored things to smoke. Yeah, definitely. Um, Never mind. Nick's favorite kind of vape juice was the blue slushy kind. Hmm. Interesting. That's a good little uh, way to get your nostalgia in. Just vape it. Yeah, just vape it. Um. Okay. So, vaping also comes with risks. It can do damage to your lungs, but we don't know long-term effects of it. Basically. Um. So, take everything I'm saying with a word of caution. <laughs> like everything else that we talk about on this show. Yeah. Um, pretty much. Remember that anything that we say can change at any time. Yes. All right. So let's get talking um, more about vaping. So when you vape, you can vape um, concentrate, like I said, or you can vape um, flour itself. And vaping's actually been around for a while. I remember like in high school when the packs came out. And that was, like, the big thing. And that was fucking ten years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And basically, you grind up your weed, you put it in the little chamber, and it heats it to a very high temperature, and then you vape. And then you vape. And then you vape. Step five, vape. One thing is, is that vaping is a, like, a lot stronger than smoking. Mm -hmm. So you can... You know, vape a smaller amount of flour and get just as high with a, you know, a smoking equivalent. So. That's kind of nice. That's one thing. Yeah. So that's one thing about vaping. And that, um, that is concentrates and, um, flour as well. Sorry, my heart is beating so fast right now. I, like, had too much coffee today. Oh, no. Um. (laughs) Well, it is fuel. I know. I know. So if you're vaping flour... You grind up your herb, you put it in a chamber or, um, yeah, in the chamber, close it, and there are ceramic coils, glass coils, and quartz coils that are the heating element. And all of those, um, when heated, they don't give off any sort of, like, um, byproduct or anything like that. So it's technically, like, safe. All right. So, like, okay. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to worry about smoking, like, glue or, like, battery, whatever, you know. Ugh. Yeah. Vaporizers have come a long way. There's, like, different types of vapes. There's, like, tabletop ones. Um, obviously, like, the volcano is really well known. It's, like, it literally looks like a volcano that's, yeah. like, fucking, like, 10 inches across and you know you put your weed in there and it fills up a bag and then you can just like suck it right out and so weird it it gets you really high 
I've um, never used one of those, but I've heard I've about them. I've never used one of those either. We have a couple at work, and we do have a gold-plated one. It's kind of fancy. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I love to smoke out of my gold-plated volcano. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Vape. Um, vape. Vape. Vape out of my volcano. Oh. There's also, uh, like, fancier ways to vape now. There's this really cool brand called Puffco. And it's women. It's a woman who invented this device. It's owned and operated by her, and she like blows special glass pieces to like make it more of like a stoner experience. But you're still vaping. Oh, I've seen those. Is it the? Does she make the peak? Is it the like? Yes. Isn't the yes. peak one of them? It like looks. It's like it looks like a volcano. It's it's yeah. Peak except it's shaped. small. It's like six, five or six inches tall, like all together. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she has like new like bong top pieces too. Um. With like, <laughs> like I don't even know how to like describe it. It looks like the top half of a bong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, like, that's one way to vape. There's obviously handheld vape devices, like I mentioned before, the packs. Um, they're actually on, like, packs, like, three now, and they're releasing packs four soon. Wow. Plus, they have, like, the packs mini and the packs 2.5 and shit. Wow. Um, the only complaint that I've heard about those is that they're hard to clean, and you have to clean them after, like, every single use. But, yes. I mean. That, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so, those all take flour. And then the other way to vape is, like, with concentrates. So you can get dab pens, Mm -hmm. like, different cartridges and stuff. And then you can go and buy your, like, oil concentrate at the dispensary and put them in there. And then those are also um, vapes. They're not smoking. Yeah. And, God, there's so many of them. I was going to say, there are a lot. many of them. There are a lot. I used to have one that, like, it had the separate battery, and then it had a ceramic... Man, I wish I remember what brand it was from. But it had a ceramic top that had a little, like, donut-shaped thing in it. And you Mm -hmm. literally, you literally just, like, literally unscrew the top, put your stuff, like, on top of that ceramic donut-shaped thing, like, close it up and then push the button, and it's, like, battery-powered. So, like... I know I used to use that all the time, and there were two different um, tops for it. There was, like, one for dry herb, and then there was a separate one for, like, oil and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I haven't yeah, used that thing in a long thing. time, but... Yeah, that's the other thing is there's, there's like, there are, like, dual-purpose um, devices. Yeah. Um, that can take, like, either oil or dry herb, and then they'll usually have, like, an interchangeable coil, you know, that you put in, and um, you can put wax or um shatter or like any um sort of like dab what the fuck do you call that am i saying the right word no i think i think i think that's pretty close yeah yeah Yeah, whatever whatever you would use in a dab rig can go into one of yeah can go into one of these and instead of like physically dabbing which you are combusting it you are getting the smoke you can just vaporize it and it goes into these cool little pens and yeah. So um, what I would say about vaping is that it's a lot more convenient, I guess, for like the everyday user. You can also get uh, like CBD cartridges and stuff now. So oh, yeah. if like getting high isn't your thing, but you kind of still want the benefits of weed, you can go and get CBD concentrates and just vape those. 
which is pretty cool as well. And um, get a lot more high for <laughs> yeah, a lot less product and um, saves you some money. If you like, if you, money. if you want something yeah. that's like not as harsh on like your throat and your lungs, I feel like it's oh, probably a oh. little bit better. Yeah, that's the other thing that I just like completely forgot to mention was that um, you can control the temperature <laughs> yeah. when you're vaping. Yeah, so um, not like some... literally burning it to a yes. crisp. So I mean, like lighting something on fire, you are ashing it. You are turning it into. <laughs> Something that you cannot use for anything else because you inhaled all of that already. Um, with vaporizers, you can control the temperature and therefore, like, the harshness, the intensity of your pulls, um, things like that. But also, if you vape flour, you can take that spent flour and mix it into food and you will have an edible now. Um, oh. Because there is still enough THC and cannabinoids in that vaped flower that you can actually reuse it and ba- basically like get like double use out of your weed, which is really fucking cool. Yeah, I feel like, oh my gosh, I remember we definitely had a friend in college who had like one of the PAX things and he would like keep all of his like vaped weed to reuse. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I definitely remember that. Well, it yeah. makes me think of like when you when you make edibles at home, you have to decarb your weed, which is essentially baking it in an oven. I mean, it is baking it in an oven when exactly. you do it at home. But like that's essentially what you're doing when you're vaping is you're like baking it. Yeah, essentially. So like you can't get high off of raw weed. So if you just like ate a nug of weed, yeah. you're not going to get high from it because the THC is oil soluble but also you have to activate it with heat so in order to do that you can either vape it or you can decarb it in the oven or you have to like you have to cook it in some Mm -hmm. way yeah 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 that makes sense yeah but like the good thing is is that you can save your vaped weed and fucking just like mix it in and yes (laughs) i have something for you okay Wow, I almost bought those the other day. Well, now we have them. Okay. 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 I'll use them for something. And we were going to roast them on the grill tomorrow with, like, chicken or something. Okay. That sounded awesome. Yeah. Worth it. Jeff just uh, brought in green chilies. Do you not have the cameras? Wow. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. That was great. Yeah. Hatch. Yeah. Hatch green chilies. Product of New Mexico. Flavor of New Mexico. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I saw them at uh, Trader Joe's when I was there the other day, and I didn't buy them because I was like, eh. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'll, like, uh, we can, like, put some cheese or something in them yeah, or something. Yeah, so I got that, and since we're kind of going to do leftovers for tonight, I got those giant tortillas and cheese so we can make huge quesadillas. Okay, sick. Sound, sound good? Yeah. Rock on. Sure. That Pref sounds so good. Who wants to Bring come in? Pref. Oh, Pref. Hello, Pref. Prefy. He's going to try and fit into the small box that he can't fit into again. But it's what he wants. Oh, my God. Ryan, we've been over this. You don't fit. Uh, okay. If I fits, I stand. <laughs> um, if I fits, I half sit, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> okay, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's it's fine. It's basically all I had okay. to say about vaping versus smoking. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's vaping weed. And, Hell yeah! Uh, nice. If you 
have lung issues, don't fucking smoke weed. Don't vape it either. Take a tincture. You're gonna have to have some edibles. Do something else, okay? (laughs) But if you're just looking for an alternative to smoking, maybe give vaping a chance. Yeah! Um, Vaping devices um, for flour are kind of expensive, but um, if you get a good one, then it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Pax is really good. Um, there's a brand called Da Vinci, which is really good. Um, oh, I think that was the one I was looking at a while back. Because I, yeah. uh, I definitely want to get one because we're moving out of, a, out of a house and into an apartment building. And I, like, don't really want to take the risk Blast of that. Yeah. I feel you. I yeah, feel you. For a few different reasons. So, yeah, so um, I'm definitely going to At least it's legal in Massachusetts, that. and you yeah. won't get arrested, but you might get kicked out of your building. It's just really disrespectful. I mean, I don't think it's that hard for me to, like, leave the house for, you know, an hour at the max mm-hmm. so I can go smoke, you know? It'll get me out of the house. I can go take a walk or something, but yeah, I definitely want to get a vape for, like... If it's raining, I don't know. Chilling. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the other thing about vaporizing is that it does not smell as bad mm-hmm. as smoking. And it doesn't, um, like, stick. Since it doesn't produce smoke, it doesn't stick to anything. Yep, so just, like, having a fan or a window open, it will disperse that vapor um, very easily. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's lots of benefits in situations where vaping might be more convenient than um, just, like, packing a bowl or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's it. Sick! Nice! Thank you for coming to my medication. <laughs> Thank you for giving us our medication. You're welcome. We are stoked to tell you about our first sponsor, Anchor. If you're like us and you want to start a podcast but have no idea where to start, listen up. So when we first decided to start a podcast, we were looking for a way to put your brain on weird out to the most people Um, without having to do the most work. We are so happy that we found Anchor because they distribute our show to apps like Spotify and Apple Podcasts for us. This means that our listeners can find us wherever they already listen without having to download anything new. Once you're ready to get going, just create an account and start recording. They have the tools you need to record and edit your podcast. You can even edit on the go from your phone. Anchor has everything you could possibly want, including free transition sounds and photos that you can use to build your show. Not only that, but you can start making money as soon as you release your first episode. The best part is that all of this is free. So if you want to make a podcast, go to anchor.fm and get started today. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. By supporting them, you're supporting podcasts like us, too. All right. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Another good one. So I looked into uh, what was going on with our Patreon, and it turns out that since we don't have that many patrons, uh, you can't search for our name. Um, So we need to get more patrons before our name is, like, searchable. So if you'd like to become a patron, yeah, I don't know. I am not sure. That's pretty much the explanation they gave me. And I was just kind of like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I was not very happy about that. I was like, well, I I was like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's affecting our exposure. Um, And they were pretty much like, well, you know, we don't, we're not responsible for your exposure. You need to share the direct link with people that you want to 
find your well, Patreon. okay. So if you, you want to find us on Patreon, then you have to go to patreon.com forward slash your brain on weird. Yes. Or you can go to any of our social media accounts and our link, I think, to our Patreon is on almost all of those. I so, think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if you want to become a patron, you can do that. And um, once I move next month, we're going to get some fun stuff going. And you can become a patron for as low as $5 a month. And you get bonus content. And the episodes get released an entire day early. So if you're impatient, that's nice. And uh, yeah. And thanks to our current patrons. Again, thank thank you you so much. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Yeah. Would you like to continue with our social media stuff? Sure. If you like listening to us and want to follow us online, you can follow us on Facebook, as mentioned previously. Um, You can follow us on Twitter at weird underscore pod. You can follow us on Instagram at YBOW podcast. Mm hmm. Yes. Yes. There's definitely pictures of my dog on there. Yeah. Post post the banner. We're going to change all of our banners up after we finish recording and I can figure out how Facebook works. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can email us at yourbrainonweird at gmail.com if you have any weird, random stories, synchronicities, weird dreams anything like that and you feel like we would like hearing about it you are correct we would like hearing about it and you should send us your story yeah even if you're not sure just do it we don't just do it whatever there's there's no bad stories here i've literally never heard like a bad story and i was like wow i wish i didn't read about that weird thing like yeah that's not a thing as long as it's not racist or homophobic or anything like that (laughs) just (laughs) It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yes. You're good. Yes. Did you hear children screaming in a vault when you were younger? Tell us about it. Yes. Yeah. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and you can also rate us on there. So if you have access to that and want to drop us a rating, we would really appreciate that. You can also write a review. We like hearing nice things. Yep. Yeah. We like hearing that people are listening to the show. Yes. Yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Um, we released a episode a little weird last week, so if you missed that, go and check it out. It's uh, some shorter stories that we can't use to fill up a regular episode, so we save it for our little weirds. And I think this past week's was really good. Yeah, I really liked that one. Yeah, if you Me haven't too. heard it, you should definitely go listen to it. Oh, another thing I wanted to say is that um, if you are someone who has if you are somebody who has experienced something really weird or if you just really like talking about something that's really weird like us and you want to come on the show um that's another option i mean you can just let us know and we're planning on having some guests you don't have to have experienced anything you know if you just have something that you want to talk about for an hour that's weird like let us know and maybe we can figure something out, but we definitely want to have more guests. Yeah, absolutely. Cough, cough, you know who you are. Yes. If you have been thinking about it for a bit and you just haven't wanted to say anything. Just let us know. We'll work something out. Yeah, that's, that's all it. I had to say, I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah, me cool. Too. 
Well, uh, thank you so much for listening once again. And this has been Your Brain on Weird. Bye. Bye. Bye.